Life feels like a bad season finale. Just turn off the show for a bit, go to bed, start again in the morning. For the better part of our teenage years, we lived under the assumption that we would die young. And now here we are in our 20s, fighting a whole new battle, being survivors. Thus, the plot mindset. No matter what we go through, we still get to live out these new and unexpected chapters of our lives. Sometimes the plot is great, sometimes the plot sucks, but we keep writing it. I'm one out of two of your hosts, Mary. I am the other half of that host list, Gabby. And um, combined, we make up one functioning brain cell. So, <laughs> um, well, welcome to the podcast. Let's just say this has been a long time in the making. Yeah. So me and Gabby, like every other um, friend, you know, group or maybe pair of friends thought that we are hilarious and funny and interesting enough to make a podcast together. And we've thought this for about the past six years. And, you know, now we're finally doing it. Do you want to introduce yourself to the audience? Okay. So hi, I'm Mary. Some of you might be here from my Instagram. If so, I'm very sorry. Um, Hopefully your insurance covers therapy for this. (laughs) I am a cancer survivor of uh, five years. I was diagnosed six years ago today. And I have been in remission for five years, and it's been fantastic. Just a whole range of fun problems. And currently, I'm 20 years old. I am a transfer student at college. I did two years at community college, and now I'm at Bloomsburg. And I moved in, I want to say, three weeks ago. Um, Wow. So, yeah, that's me. Um, Okay, well, I'm Gabby. I live with a lung disease called cystic fibrosis. Although I started a medication called Trikafta about two years ago, and now that disease is kind of undetectable in my cells. Um, but because of that, I also have all the comorbidities. So I also <laughs> I also uh, live with PTSD and have anxiety and lingering trauma. Um, I am a senior in college. It's my last year. I go to the University of Central Florida, and I've been living away from home for about two years. But yep. Yeah. So pretty uh, interesting duo here. (laughs) As you can tell, we obviously have kind of a very um, lighthearted view of our trauma. And I think that that's not unusual. I think the main difference is that we're outspoken about it um, in the right crowds and in the wrong crowds. I have to say, (laughs) I have no boundaries. Um, Yeah. So that's kind of just going to be what we're, I don't know, not all we're talking about, but that's definitely a very big underlying It's funny because, I mean, and you also mentioned uh, everybody here is probably from your Instagram. Nobody's from mine. So hello, (laughs) followers. Um, Gabby has no loved ones. (laughs) No, barely. Um, (laughs) You did post on your story. And the the way you described it, it seems so, like, depressing, which I guess in yeah. hindsight it is. You're like, we're talking about trauma and wanting to kill yourself and, like, all this stuff. Oh, boy. So, like, we're not sitting here and, like, going through every type of traumatic event and then, you know, diagnosis you can get because of that. We're actually going to sit here and talk about our lives and what we experience and how we are able to cope in healthy ways. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't know yeah, we were for talking once, about that. <laughs> and honestly, I think I listen to a lot of fucking podcasts, and I think that 
I really shy away from a lot of the mental health, PTSD health podcasts, and yeah, even honestly, same. like creators and stuff. Most of them, I really can't stomach because it's all about you need to heal, you need to um, yeah. fix yourself. You can't, you know. And although healing is like amazing and great, and like you should go to therapy, like we're both in therapy and stuff like that. Like sometimes you really just need to talk about your normal life and the way that yep. you move through that, um, because that's just as healing as talking about the trauma. So. I feel like this is kind of our way to integrate those topics, um, hopefully in a way that will serve us and you. So, yeah, yeah, I feel as though this is the point where we have to explain how we met. Yeah, because that's an important part of any show. And just a side note in Sex in the City, as I'm discovering, they don't explain <laughs> how the friends know. freaking yeah, met. Gonna bring that up. Yeah, yeah, so, they never... It's, they never say like the, the way that the four girls met they never say which nope. is annoying because you're like how did all you meet you all are so different um yep. so how did mary and i meet you want to yeah well i feel like we should mention too you live in florida i live in pennsylvania right and we've right. never lived near each other we've met nope. in person but okay yep. so the way me and gabby met well okay well you know normally i don't really tell this to people unless they're very close friends of mine who can't leave me for it but essentially <laughs> um my my idea of emotional support in middle school was to make a twitter account for connor franta and o2l <laughs> and the other youtubers um yep. and so you know we spent our years on twitter being depressed um and then <laughs> when i yeah. was diagnosed with cancer in 2015 i was 14 years old and of course i turned to stan twitter um and I basically told everyone yo I got cancer and I got some a lot of attention from it one might say and Gabby was one of the people who reached out to me when I posted yeah. about that because I guess you had followed me before that and well I, I will say if, if we're like really being honest about <laughs> uh how we met like I was definitely a nobody in the fandom Mary I would say was pretty popular like that's why I followed her because um she was definitely, like, she had some followers. She had some, like, notability in this fandom we were in. Um, you know, let's so... just be honest. All, publi all publicity is good publicity, and everybody hated me. So up bit. until, yeah, up until I got sick. So, yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. But you were still, like, because everybody hated you, you were still pretty popular. Like, everybody exactly. knew you. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> that's why I followed her. And... I remember, like, she's posting all these, like, vaguely, like, like medical <laughs> tweets, kind of be like, guys, I'm, like, in seeing another doctor in the hospital again. I don't know when I'm going to say something, but I will. And then she announced, she's like, yeah, so I have cancer. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so being somebody who was, uh, oh, I've had cystic fibrosis for my whole entire life because it's a genetic illness, I was like, you know what, let me reach out. Um I'm somebody who could actually empathize. I'm sure she's getting a lot of sympathy, which is great. But it's always nice to have someone in your corner who knows pretty firsthand what you're going to go through. Um, yeah, so I reached out to her and uh, she responds thanking me. And truthfully, I thought she was never going to talk to me again. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I thought that too. Was, <laughs> yeah, I thought, uh, you know, she had all these people in her corner. You know, she probably didn't need to ever message me ever again and then a week later she messages me being like oh my god I'm so nervous to get my port accessed and from then on we have not stopped talking so yeah fast forward to now many years later um and one thing about us is that 
our lives are painfully intertwined in a way that <laughs> the things that happen to us, like, you know, in our separate lives end up being very similar to the point where like one of us will say something to the other, like, oh my God, this thing just happened or this week's been bad. And then the other will be like, okay, like pretty much the same feeling or thing just happened to me. That is what happened last week. And that is why we <laughs> wanted to start, finally start the podcast and start, you know, kick off by saying sometimes life feels like a really bad season finale. Yeah. And that was last week for us. That was, <laughs> that was <laughs> definitely the last couple days of last week. Um, it's It's funny. I mean, if you believe in twin flames or whatever I think we're the epitome of that because yeah like in like a really good and really bad way yeah (laughs) now by everything you go through (laughs) it's good because it's almost comforting because you're like okay I don't Mm -hmm. have to do this really depressing thing alone exactly it's like wow we're both really in the exact same moment right now (laughs) a thousand miles away but um, I feel like we've always like we've said this like line so many times to each other of like I'm not happy that you're going through that, but I am happy we're going through these things together. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's concerning, but That's also, the epitome yeah. of our friendship right there. It, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both of us in, are kind of in, like, very new places of our lives. Uh, Mary had just moved out for the first time. She's now going to a university, and she's in her first apartment. Um, for me, I'm a senior in college, and I had just started this really new and intense internship um, and I think how we've been coping, not just like the last month, but also for our lives, but it's been pretty heightened this last month, is saying, you know what, it's good for the plot. <laughs> or we're going to meet all these new characters. We're going to have all yeah. these um, And that almost like helps us not be an- anxious or overwhelmed about it. It makes it easier to control almost like our trauma responses when we realize this is a longer story and like we're kind of just going through it that way and I mean it's deep and it's not like it's fun right then there are times when it really does help um so yeah so last week I I mean for the last three weeks it's been very difficult I moved out of my childhood house and I'm only an hour and a half away but literally I could be like five states away it's I feel like it would still feel the same because even being close to being able to visit it's still like I don't feel completely at home at my childhood home anymore because I've definitely grown out of like needing my parents to do stuff for me I love the independence here but at the same time here I don't feel um like comfortable because I don't really know many people closely yet I've talked to a lot of people but I don't really know a lot of people so that's really kind of where I'm at in my storyline the first season of um Bloomsburg I guess um and just really been dealing with like that anxiety and flight response I guess that's been my trauma response recently is like fighting the urge to like you know just get up and walk out of class when I'm anxious or skip a class or like do all these other things that maybe I would have done prior to you know this year and like feeling better about being here Yeah. And um, I will say kind of from like somebody who has uh, lived away from home for two-ish years, uh, what Mary is feeling and going through, I went through the exact same thing when I moved out. So uh, if you are listening and that's exactly how you feel, or I'm sure it is, like I'd put money. That's exactly how you are feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So from somebody who has lived that, and I'm now a couple years post, that first feeling you have 
when you move out, it gets better. There's definitely coping things I've done to kind of feel more like that in control, like fun feeling, um, just visiting new places and stuff. But regardless, it has been difficult. Um, yeah. Okay. Gabby's turn. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I did mention this, but I am in a new internship uh, this semester. And I mean, I don't want to like specify what I'm doing, but I do work for the public defender's office in Orlando. And I am basically with all these attorneys because I do want to go to law school and be a lawyer one day. So that is why I'm doing this internship. I'm in court. I'm going to the prison and it's awesome and I love it, but it is a lot. And I am the only undergrad intern. All of the other interns are in law school. And because of this, being in a new environment, being very young um, with all these seasoned attorneys or law school students, uh, my trauma response that is coming out is imposter syndrome, which is something that I've dealt with for a long time. Just being a survivor, being sick in a world of healthy people and everything like that. Um, this has definitely been coming out recently. And it's just that feeling of not belonging, not feeling like I should be there when obviously I was hired to be there. So I do. But, um, you know, learning to navigate that and get through that and start a new job and become used to it. I feel like every time you start a new job, it's so embarrassing for no reason um, until you get used to it. And that's where I'm, I am at. Um, yeah. And I, if yeah. you want to go by the plot mindset, um, that, I guess, is like the theme of the first season of <laughs> school starting up again. Um, yeah. that's kind of where we began or are, you know, um, going through. And then we, it's strange because last week on like early last or maybe mid last week before anything had happened, like we had hinted at, at the end of the week, we both said this feels like the season finale of like yes. season one. And yeah. I don't know how we knew, but weird behavior, but, but yeah. we, some, something was brewing. And By the time Friday rolled around, we were like, it is the season finale, and it's a bad <laughs> we one. We were well aware. Yeah. Yep. It's the type of season finale where you are going to keep watching the show, but you feel really bad about the characters and everything Yeah, that's like, happened. if you are the audience, you are completely betrayed right now. Let's just say that. <laughs> you betrayed Literally, that's the song me. of the week. But, yeah. um... Yeah. Yeah, Mary, you yeah. want to speak about your uh, Oh, sure. Finale? You know, I've been waiting for this moment. So. I know you have <laughs> Okay, so, oh God, yeah, so last week, I think I almost was on the edge of a breakdown, and it wouldn't have taken much, you know, it would have taken maybe, I don't know, like, dropping my phone and the screen cracking, or knocking my foot into a corner, it was much worse than that, um, <laughs> and just to give you a little bit of an oversight into our situations, we both went home to, like, our child's home this weekend, <laughs> so Anyway. I'm still like not over that. Like we both said we need to go home. No. And uh, we both drove home. We yes after we, this week. We yeah. said we give up. We give up. Um, <laughs> we said we reverted. We really and we FaceTime too in our yes. childhood group. We were like, wow, here we are. In our childhood awesome. bedrooms, we went on FaceTime and just looked at each other and we're like, yep. Basically, um, so you know, I started classes Monday the twenty something um pretty early actually considering like when most of us started and um I have class Monday through Thursday and there's a psych class I have that only is my only class Tuesdays and Thursdays um and so a lot of things happened at once where I met the person sitting next to me in psych class oh um 
And at the same time that that happened, where I made this new friend, um, I also was like looking for clubs to join at my school. And so uh, there was like this weird course of events where I found a club, but I found it through that person. And they were like, hey, like, you know, come, we're like hiring people. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay, I'm gonna come to the meeting. And so for me, it was like, okay, this makes sense. Like, this is like, you know, I'm a spiritual person or whatever. And not that God really cares much about me joining a club. But um, it was kind of a thing where I was like, okay, this is like a path. Like, this is a clear path. Yay, go forth and be whatever. But I was very excited, mostly because I was taking the leap to kind of like, do this new thing that I didn't know anything about. And I had the faith to be like, it'll work out. Um, so yeah, so I ended up going to the meeting. It was all good. I was excited to tell Gabby about it, you know, whatever. And then I go for the interview. And it was last Friday. And later in the day, someone from home came up to visit. And they were, at the interview, they were like, okay, we'll email you tonight about the position. When I got the email and the email said hi unfortunately uh you didn't get the freaking job that you thought you would get because everything went so well and it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like yeah like oh you didn't get the job like it happens and yeah it does happen it definitely does but the fact like everything kind of combined where it was like oh I met this person in my class who was super cool they asked me to apply and (laughs) yeah so everything kind of like came together to where I almost just felt like stupid and discouraged from just like discouraged and so that's just kind of how I felt and I feel like like definitely that reaction um was very trauma-based because that feeling of like I'm putting myself out there and then um it not working out really sucks and the other thing is that it was a club where like I would have had modified responsibilities I guess because of my disabilities and so then there was a whole other thing of like Okay, well, this is just showing like it can't handle, you know, doing stuff. Um, So that's what happened. And then that was kind of just like the last thing to push me over. And (laughs) I was pretty upset, just pretty discouraged. Um, Not just about that, but about the way that it made me feel combined with the way it felt to be alone at college. So I I did go home Labor Day weekend. And and then when I told Gabby about it, she told me her yeah hey at least it was the holiday weekend like we had good reason I know we got lucky yeah well I will be honest Mary went a little more detailed than I'm going to be able Mm -hmm. to be um I I don't care (laughs) yeah (laughs) so anyway I uh, was at work Thursday and (laughs) and let's just say I discovered something that completely me and broke my heart so I'm at work and (laughs) I figured this out I'm on a different floor because I had to like confirm what had happened. So I was on a different floor. And when I found out, it was literally like I had never felt my heart drop as like heavy and intense Mm -hmm. as my heart dropped. So um, that happens. My heart is pounding. It drops. And like, I feel like I'm like in the midst of an anxiety attack. I walk down the hallway. Keep in mind, I have like attorneys passing me and saying hello to me and I have to act normal. Uh, Meanwhile, I just had the most traumatic experience, (laughs) one of the most traumatic experiences of my life. So walk down the hallway and there's like a door to the stairwell. I open it and I just literally hold on to the stairwell and like (laughs) I have to just calm myself down. And I'm also in the midst of work. Like I'm going through this whole box of discovery for an attorney I work for. And so I'm like, okay, Gabby, like, 
you got to go back to work now. That's it. Like, get out of the stairwell and go. And I did. I calmed myself down. I managed to, like, get to a level where I could function and leave. Um, so I did. And I went back to work. And then after work was over, I got in my car, turned on some Taylor Swift, and sobbed the whole way home. Um, I even sobbed the next morning <laughs> going to work. Um, but, yeah, just that experience I had was pretty traumatizing and I had never felt so let down ever in my life um so I also decided to go home (laughs) that weekend yeah and I was like okay I need to just like have a break from life and I feel like going home as a college student that's exactly what it is it's a break from life Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I mean, I, definitely not my highest moment. <laughs> I, you know, like I thought of like two things when you were talking. One, I'm glad I gave a lot of context for mine and that you didn't because for me, giving that context, it sounds like outwardly, it sounds very sh- not shallow, but just kind of yeah. like, oh, that's a thing that happened. Like, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't really describe the way I react as much, uh, react as much, but like the way that you described it was more your reaction. And yeah. I feel like the severity of our yours was kind of worse than mine, honestly. <laughs> but our um, responses to what happened, then these are very normal things that happened to us, were pretty much the same. We're like, we were very emotional. And the other thing I noticed is um, like, we both felt very unexpectedly let down and I think that kind of says a lot also for our progress because you can only be let down if you let yourself feel invested in something and we've always struggled with like the commitment to like feeling invested so and um yeah and when we were talking about it on FaceTime when we were both home we noticed that we did make progress in being less judgmental about our feelings with yep. it and we kind of did just like let ourselves feel the defeat instead of like dissociating from it or yes exactly um, again even if we don't give any detail trust us and that our letdown and everything was very valid with what had happened to us um we would be honest with each other if something happened and we were like bitch get over it like that's your fault we've done that you've done that to me yeah exactly <laughs> so we would do it so um yeah uh second yeah, it was a huge thing. And Mary and I both had this issue where we always try to predict when something's going to happen or go wrong. and um, Which is normal for PTSD, by the way. Like, exactly. That's, super that's normal. a huge like, post-traumatic stress disorder yeah. type of behavior. Neither of us predicted what was going to happen to us last no. week. Like, <laughs> to the point where it was a complete plot twist. We were not expecting either of those things to happen. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when they did... It was literally like experiencing that for the first time, not uh, prepping for something to go wrong. Instead, we were hopeful that something was going to like happen, um, but yet we were still let down despite being hopeful and not like holding ourselves back. Um, yeah. And because of that, yeah, we both experienced a very emotional reaction, which we usually would not let ourselves do um because of the trauma we've been through and for myself like I do consider myself kind of like unemotional but that's just who I am (laughs) but it definitely crosses a line where it's no longer just who I am it's like trauma and disassociation which is a word we're going to drop quite a bit here oh yes (laughs) Um, but being able to cry over something that went 
or that didn't match up to what I thought was going to happen. Being able to mourn that and not feel guilty or mad at myself for doing that, that was just such like a huge uh, showing of the progress. Oh, I yeah. Made. Like literally I was shocked by how well I was able to emotionally regulate that situation. Um, no, yeah. I yeah. was like so proud because it was literally like such development. Um, and I mean, I've been the one to usually put my faith, my faith in things easier but I think I always I also had those like um premonitions of always having like a a barrier almost of like um like being cynical or whatever like between me and like the attachment or like hope for things because I mean like attachment unhealthy attachment is one thing you should not have that but (laughs) exactly yeah but like optimism I guess but um like for you to have that not even optimism but just like to not be afraid of something bad happening but then have yeah. the bad thing happen and not regress, but actually like move forward and like learn from that um, yep. is like huge for you. Really huge. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah, because I don't, and if anybody is listening to this, I don't know. Um, and like you feel like you partake in that behavior, but in your mind, you're like, okay, but like that makes me feel good. And that shelters me and comforts me because I always used to feel the same. Okay, that might work in the short term. But in the long term, you're just never going to get over things. You're never going to be able to move on. And that's where I was stuck for years in this same feeling and emotion. So now I feel like I'm actually moving on from the bad thing that happened to me. If this was me even like six months ago, I don't know if I would have been able to handle it with such grace and maturity as I did um this past week and like grace and maturity doesn't mean I'm handling it as like oh I'm strong it's fine I'm good no grace and maturity is being like no this sucks and I'm sad and I don't have to see the silver lining right now like no I'm just gonna be sad right now that's actually how your emotions are supposed to be felt <laughs> yes so, you it perfectly <laughs> yeah So uh, again, this is the whole reason we started this podcast was because of last week. Maybe this is the silver lining, you know, and that's great. But also, and I said this to Mary when we were on FaceTime a couple days ago, I feel like when you go through medical trauma, like we have, um, people always put that in your head, like, okay, well, everything happens for a reason. And there's a silver lining (laughs) to everything, which I agree with. But also, you don't always have to be in that mindset. You can just be sad about something. And that's okay, too. Well, in the same way that, you know, you you don't have to always anticipate the bad thing. You don't have to anticipate exactly, the good yeah. thing, either. You can just, like, yes. be here. Yeah. Yes. And so, yeah, You can just be sure. present in your body. And not we, so Really? That's awesome. Crazy. <laughs> I do want to say, if you struggle with literally everything that we're talking about, um, and you don't have a therapist, or you're not seeking help, please seek help. Because we learned a lot of this in yes. therapy from professionals. But... Um, literally all the feelings are valid and it's very it takes work to stop judging yourself for feeling feelings as a human because you're supposed to block it out so you don't get hurt more than you already have in life but I mean you have to have you just sometimes you just have to like trust things and um honestly like I feel like for both of us like that blind trust or whatever I mean it wasn't really so blind we kind of just trusted (laughs) but (laughs) I feel like I don't regret it I don't regret trusting that something good would happen because I'm gonna keep doing it yeah it didn't discourage me 
Mm-hmm. Which again, like us saying that, I don't think we would ever said that like a year or two years ago. No, uh, no way. <laughs> so guys, growth can happen. Even in the <laughs> even if like <laughs> y'all have PTSD and trauma and everything, like you can still grow. Isn't that isn't that what, what an experience? What an experience. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's our long-winded um recap, but one other thing we really wanted to incorporate, there are people in my apartment, that's fine. They can hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that we really wanted to incorporate that I love doing this for like, I don't know, I used to do this with like projects on YouTube or, you know, posts or whatever on Instagram, but asking my Instagram followers questions or input or whatever about the topic. And so the thing that I asked last night and we got like overwhelming responses, it was awesome, um, was what is making you feel overwhelmed or uncertain right now in your life? Um, And there were, I think, yeah, like five big kind of categories of these things. And we just kind of wanted to talk about our thoughts on these. um, And I feel like these made me feel a lot less alone, but then also opened up my eyes to like, oh my gosh, these are other things that like other people are going through that I didn't that I'm not going through I didn't even think about this as a thing but um yeah yeah I'll read I honestly this is like I don't know why this one was my favorite but this one was my favorite and um the response was what's making me feel overwhelmed or uncertain and it was if I'm gonna get a job after studying for my degree for four years I think literally everybody under the sun after college is thinking this exact thought. I think we could always tie this back to the plot mindset. Like this is literally going to put you in chapter one, which is terrifying. But you can also kind of flip it and be like, okay, well, here we go. Start of new, new book, new chapter. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I get that one. One thing I've been doing too with the whole like that uncertainty of the newness is like I told you like literally writing in my notes app like I'm yep. Carrie from Sex in the City. Of course, <laughs> the show is taking over my life. Um, yep. But just writing literally like I'm a journalist talking about my life. Um, but yeah, that is super valid. Um, so that was kind of like there's like a bunch that I just categorize as like future goals or whatever. And that was one of them. Um, but I think one from the same umbrella sort of somebody said that their worry is over pregnancy with EDS um, and other illnesses and the possibility of passing that illness to their baby because I don't know what it was. I just really felt empathy for that person because I've definitely like thought in my mind, okay, like that's one reason that I wouldn't or like be scared to like have a child. And so like, that fear and that like uncertainty would be completely overwhelming because that literally affects such a huge part of your life. So um, I don't know. That was like one that I really thought about for a while, like felt for that person. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I'm in the same position. I don't think I'd ever be able to physically have children, but you know, if one day I were to think about it, yeah. I mean, would I be able to do that? Yeah, like, and that's one of those things that it's hard to put even a silver lining to that. Like, I literally right. can't think of anything. Um, right. It just it sucks. You know, it's part, yeah. of, it's part of illness that just you can't escape it. There's no escape from that. But yeah, we're thinking of that person and sending love to them. Yeah. Um, another one I really liked uh, fell under, like, the health category we did. And it's being in a great place but stupidly surprised that the trauma is still there. 
Oh, yeah. And I, love that. I know we really did talk a big talk tonight about how <laughs> we have healed a lot. And that's very true. But also, the trauma is still there. Oh, yeah. Uh, both Mary and I deal with it every day. And I don't think. Um, I know you say you feel stupidly surprised, which, trust me, I understand that wording, but it's one of those things where it's like, you just kind of have to learn to accept it, and acceptance is a big part of healing with trauma, because, let's be real, the trauma is probably never going to go away, Yeah. so trust I me, mean, I get that. I get it, too, in just, like, such a big way, because, I mean, for me, it's like the anxiety is, like, every minute of every day, it's there. I think about it all the time. Um, and then when we did go through those things last week, like even as we were feeling like, okay, like we're doing better than we thought and that's a good thing. It took yeah. a lot of work for me to not totally break down because it's definitely oh, yeah. a lot of times like a crossroad of like have a breakdown or I could try to get through this. Um, yeah. But I really like that one because it, it like speaks aloud that like silent yeah. fear that we all really have like, why <laughs> or not even better? fear but just experience because it's yeah. like it's like wow I really I am in a great place and I am happy and I'm like you know a new in a new life almost which is a whole other episode I'd like to have about post-covid and quotes life yeah <laughs> um, but also you realize and even that's just like medical trauma but also the trauma from the past year and a half, two years from being the pandemic. Like, yeah, I mean, that's gonna, that's always gonna be there. And it's always gonna suck. Like, that's the best way to say it. Um, But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and we got we got a lot of responses that definitely pointed to that similar um, thing of like, kind of the judgment outside of just the trauma, and the anxiety outside of it, like looking into it. Um, and also what you said about like literally trauma and like getting past or getting through the implications of COVID. Um, yeah. I think one thing that I told you like surprised, not even surprised, but just was like, oh yeah, like this is a thing. Um, a lot of the over like overwhelming feelings and uncertainty and just like these feelings that we've kind of like been describing through our experiences throughout this episode. Um a lot of people feel those from the world events going on right now. And a big one is the disregard for disabled people during the pandemic, um, anti-vaxxers, the 2020 setbacks, just like all of it. It is out of our control. I mean, you can really only shelter yourself so much from it while still staying informed. And that honestly would shake my faith a lot. Like it does yeah. shake my faith a lot. Yeah. And I'm just not realizing too, all of the world events that we categorized, uh, they're all pandemic related. Yeah. <laughs> for real. And there's and ones so that aren't too. So that's yeah. Good. <laughs> um, so there's our, my episode. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, no, like this past two years have been so fucking traumatizing. And I mean, for me, it triggered, tr- triggered. Yeah. It triggered. <laughs> A lot of my medical trauma and yeah, even just like the isolation of it all. That was a huge aspect. So it's so frustrating. But at the same time, it's one of those things where it's like it is completely out of my control. I've done what yeah. I've had to do. I have been vaccinated for months now. I wear my mask everywhere still because I'm in Florida. Um, and it's all of those things. But it, again, it sucks. Um, and of course, like, and of course, coming back to school after being on Zoom University for a year for many people has been hard um yeah okay so then 
I'll just name like one more category, uh, the relationships, which obviously a lot of uncertainty and stuff within that having a new relationship, um, having a long distance relationship. Those were two things that multiple people sent us. Um, I think that romantic relationships for many reasons are so much more difficult with trauma than literally any other relationship or thing. Like for me, it's very, very, very hard. And it's incredibly difficult to handle those feelings of trying to prepare for the worst while also focusing on being in the now. Because if you get hurt when you're in love, it is like literally so horrible. And especially today, like, again, quote unquote, new life post COVID, a lot of relationships are now kind of under the microscope because it's like, we are now, po- and I say post-pandemic very lightly, but we are now. <laughs> post-2020, let's just say that. Yeah, post-2020 is probably a better way to say it. But, you know, it's like, does this relationship extend what we went through? Or, yeah, extend what had happened these past two years, what we went through these last two years. I've been noticing that a lot just in my inner circle. Um, oh, yeah, so for sure. that's definitely an interesting thing. And if you're going through that, like, trust me, you are not alone in that. Yeah, the main the main like point I guess to get across with sharing these is just to say me and Gabby are not alone um in these <laughs> feelings even though like and you guys aren't alone either like in these feelings of uncertainty being let down, being unsure, not yeah. trusting yourself. There are a lot of avenues to feel those very tough emotions and like there's a lot of different reasons and even if you have never experienced PTSD or medical stuff or whatever um, we really all feel them in different ways. So uh, if nothing else, I hope that it validates and just gives you comfort to know, like, these are not, you're never the first person to feel something, you know? Yeah. And typically, even when you are actively in a feeling, you're definitely not alone in that active feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trust me. it's We need like an iCloud for feelings where people can just upload like our group chats like world group chats <laughs> like group are, chats. are you yeah. feeling rejected by something very specific <laughs> are you <laughs> feeling abandoned by something <laughs> recently yeah yeah um but hey you know what and i'm gonna tie this back and wrap this up um oh wow that's anything... what my therapist says <laughs> <laughs> we're literally saying that's who i got it from um, wow you know, okay if anything like these emotions suck and they are intense and especially with trauma like they're even more intense but um if anything the character development's there and you can go something through something that's really hard and you're gonna come out of it and you're gonna be a developed character mm-hmm. that the audience is gonna root for even more now <laughs> yeah like maybe you'll be a villain Joker era, but hey, Joker era, that I was a good it. movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a good, that's a, that's a really good thing to say, but you know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, oh well, God. thank you guys for joining us on this first episode of When Life uh, Feels Like a the Bad really, Season Finale. What was this? Yeah, that. <laughs> when Life Feels Like a Bad Season Finale. <sighs> Just turn off the show for a bit, go to bed, start again in the morning. Yeah. It'll come back somewhere. in a couple of months. Four <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, very um, true. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we really hope you'll come back next week. I think we're trying to upload Saturdays. I can't even. Don't hold me to that yet. 
Yeah. I have no idea. If you guys want to follow us on Instagram, I'll put it in the show notes. I've always wanted to say that. Oh, my God. Um, That's really official. Yeah. Um, and if you have any input for us, if you want to keep up with the episode themes and the questions we'll be asking, please follow me. And you can follow Gabby, too, if you feel like it. You know, she posts every once in a full moon, blue moon. <laughs> literally well maybe i'll post more for the podcast we'll see maybe you will okay well until next time um don't ghost your therapist and yeah all right we'll see you bye